When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, for Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and uh, welcome to Wrestling Daft. I am not Rab Forens, I am John, because the bold Rab Forens has got, no he's not got the Covid, but he got his Covid injection uh, we were talking about on the show last week. He's got his COVID injection and he's had a wee bit of a reaction to it. So he's off ill. However, however, it wouldn't be wrestling daft without the Stevenson dream himself. It is Grado. How you doing, Grado? What are you saying, John? Uh, I just wanted just a wee uh, message. I know a wee note of uh, get well soon to, to our rab. Um, obviously suffering at this time. Um, it does look as if it does book your ass this COVID vaccination by all accounts, so uh, hashtag pray for Rav Lawrence. Thoughts and prayers with Rav Lawrence. It's weird though, it is, it's like some people have had really bad reactions to it, like uh, my gran got it and she was not hurt by it, but then my wife got it and she, she's been fine, so... Have you it, got it? I've not had it yet, no. I've right. not had it yet. I'm, I mean, I must be, I'm 40, so it's kind of working its way down now, so Aye. I would expect the next couple of months, maybe. Aye. Like, I don't know, mate. It's um, somebody told me that I, that I might be able to get it because I kind of look after my dad and stuff like that. But I don't know if that's just I don't know. See, aye, see aye, what aye. You, can, it, you can, aye, aye, aye. You can get yeah. it if, you're, if you're looking after your dad and that. So I have a look into that, Grado, and you can. I will do. But anyway, what else has been happening, John? It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. I mean, this is the second wrestling draft I've done this week because we did the March podcast with Sean Michaels on the March podcast this week. Yeah. And what, did you present me? Did you interview him? No, I did a fuck. It was uh, Gary did it for the B- Gary, basically Gary did it for the BBC Social, and all the BBC just wanted to talk was Scottish things. So Gary was struggling. So basically, Gary filled five minutes to talk about Scottish things, cut that out for the BBC, and then spoke to him for our fifty minutes about WrestleMania and that. Uh, so what was it? Was he talking about the Scottish wrestlers? Ah, he was talking about Drew and Nicky and all that sort of stuff. Um, Say the man. I, he, he gave you a big shout out. Big fan. Big I'm sure, fan he, I'm sure he probably caught that monster's ball match, yeah? Aye, aye that's what he was saying. He said, he said oh, oh man, great old. He's, he's my favourite. I saw that uh, monster ball match with the bass. I don't know. This is not how John Michaels <laughs> talks. But, you know, that ring gear he was wearing. Don't know what he was thinking with those tight uh, jeans. I'm not too sure. Where did you get them from? Primark? 
said. That's what he said. Uh, so, I Rab missing an action this week, um, but we'll have all the usual stuff on the show. But first of all, thanks to everyone that's got in touch with me uh, over the last week or so about the Doug. Uh, last this time last week we were in vet staffed mode as Unrab act as a call center to to find out what happens when a, a Labrador digests a chocolate egg. Um, but he's fine. He's absolutely fine. And thanks to John who got in touch, he says, basically he said, my German Shepherd used to eat chocolate all the time right. um, and once stole a family, a whole family size Alabama fudge cake off the kitchen counter. She loved chocolate till she was 16 and lived till oh, she was 16. I know, he, no, I, I see it, it says loved till she was 16, but I'm taking it, it's, it means lived she lived. Lived till she was 16, aye, aye, aye. So there you go. See, I was a wee bit worried last week. It seemed as if it was a wee bit touch and go there for the old boy, yeah? He was a wee bit scared last week, wasn't it? I was, I was a scared, but then you reassured me of the fact that you used to go to the icy and get chocolate for your dog. Aye, I'm so, telling you. All the dogs in the street, everybody, anybody that had a dog, up the house, went to the van for the dog and all. It's it's fine. That's uh it's a myth. In fact, you know what? I'm not gonna Don't say that. No, nah, I'm not saying that. that. Do not give your dog chocolate. There's probably see the thing is, right? This is so much a fat bastard, I'm or I get caught up with that when I was a teenager. Right. And my mate Patty, who he he's a fat guy, he's a fellow fat man, right? And he um one day <laughs> was sitting in his house and he came out with a uh, a poke of chocolate buttons and he went, oh man, I've got all these buttons. I was like, he's one of them, you? He's going, nah. I'm like, he's man. He's like, nah. And then I went, fucking he's them. I had a big horn for him, stuck them in my gum. He's like, ah, they're the dogs. They're dog chocolate buttons you're after. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what, talking about, have you, me, you remember Lethal Weapon 3? Do you, you, you don't watch movies, Grado, but... No, I get. I was getting uh, slated this morning on the radio because I've never seen any of the Rocky films. Wow, you need to watch them. But Lethal Weapons, you know, they're decent as well. You know, Danny Glover, Mel Gibson, and he's trying to get off the fags, and uh, he becomes addicted to dog biscuits instead. And you know, when you're like twelve year old and whatever, you know, you you want to be that. You want to be that. So <laughs> me and my mate thought it was really cool <laughs> going about eating fucking dog biscuits, these wee bones. Fuck sake! They were all right. They were not bad, by the way. Aye. Yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. watching for weapon then. And I'll forget. We thought, listen, if you've got a film recommendation for Grado, and it, like, let's go through some of the classics first of all. So you've not seen Rocky, Godfather. I've seen half of the first one. Uh, okay, uh, keep with it. That's a good one. Godfather pre. I've no, I've not seen the Gladiator. I've not seen Gladiator. Right. Okay. I've seen Lord, I've... Of the, Lord of the Rings. I've watched the first half of the first movie and the last half of the third movie. Right. There's a lot to make up in the middle. Um. Listen, get your suggestions in for Grado for next week's show, please, uh, at Wrestling Daft on Twitter. Let us know what films Grado should see that, he, you know, because he's clearly seen fuck all. Um, wrestling, uh, another thing I've got to bring up, Grado, just at the start of the programme, I was listening to Arrival podcast. There's other wrestling podcasts available, funnily enough. I, I, I didn't know there was such a thing. But you were on this week, uh, Cultaholic, um, going doing a watch along for um the rock versus austin from 17 aye so see tom man i love tom tom's the a tom, great guy tom, tom campbell is a great great guy great guy for cultaholic i've known him for years and years and years because he went viral with us i've spoke about it before but the, the cage tyler and oh who was other wrestler i can't even remember it now the biggin and wigging and we've spoken about it before however it's funny man i went on to do the podcast with him and uh, I'm, you came out, I'm like, man, I'm bad for reasons. We got just hitting my story. I'm sorry, I heard that. I listened to it. I was like, here comes that story now. Yep. Here comes this story. Oh. Did you hear me? 
did you hear a, did you hear me apologising for putting myself over? I was like, because uh, I, yeah. I didn't know. What, see, I've never done a watch along, and then you know that way it's like <laughs> I met Jim Ross once, you know. <laughs> Uh, listen, we've got loads of correspondence this week, so let's crack into that. Um, thanks to Jeff, Billy, and pretty much everyone who sent us this video. Um, and let's see, Grado, if you can work out what body part... I don't know if you've seen this yet, but it's been doing the rounds this week. Uh, if you can work out what uh, body part uh, that is being described by these, these wrestlers. Hold on, let's get it up here. Corey boy. I'm coming hard. You come in my face, I'm gonna fight you. Well, you're not gonna bust a nut anytime we're in the ring. I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. When I get my hands on you, I'm gonna eat your ass like a pot of collard greens, baby. I'm gonna stretch his ass like it's never been stretched before. You can hide behind that commissioner's stuff just so long until I jerk a knot in your ass. And if you don't think I'm big enough, you grab a hold of me, and you'll know that I'm growing, my man. Within your hands, I will get as big as I need to be, as big as I need to be to do the job on you. The Rock just jerked Hillsley off. There's one part of our bodies that's soft, and it ain't soft all the time if you catch my men. I'm going to come on you like nobody's ever come on you before. Just you and I getting it on like two men should do. Oh, no. No, that, that, that's interesting. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. I think that's the comban up there, eh? Is that the comban? The comban is That is superb. But could you imagine? I, I've got to take some of the lines, man. Could you imagine that? How? Oh, I'm going to eat your ass like a bowl of collard green, son. I'm going to eat your ass. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's so, uh, thanks to everyone who sent that through. Obviously, that's going to pop us. And thanks to Spray Paint Scott who got in touch with us as well. Uh, he messaged saying, Looking forward to Rab's impression of RVD getting inducted into the Hall of Fame after last week's chat. Unfortunately, Rab isn't here this week, Grado. So can you do an impression of mm. what RVD might sound out when that moment when someone got him on Zoom and said... A phone call and told him. Because this is what they've been doing on the bump yeah. and all these things. Uh, so someone phones up RVD... I, I don't know who did it actually. Maybe it was Heyman. I don't know. But, you know, phones up RVD and says, You're going into the Hall of Fame, Rob Van Dam. You kidding me, on? <laughs> I don't know if he's good as Rabs, but. No. I, like, I, bet, like I think it's a bit more well, stoner. You need to get a bit more stoner sound when you're doing you RVD. You kidding me, You kidding me, bro? You kidding me? Oh, you kidding me, on? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Grado. Uh, revisiting oh. a topic from a few months ago, um, we talked about wrestlers popping up on British television. Do you remember this chat when we had like Surely... the Macho Man and Hogan on Big Breakfast and stuff like that? What have we got now, man? What well, is I, this? I've never fucking... seen this one. Maybe maybe you've seen this one. But Marty maybe... Gennetti on Take the High Road or something? No, it was Scott Hall on Live and Kicking, Taking Liberties with Mr. Oh, Bobby. Mate, it's, it's a bit, I don't even want to get away with this now. I remember but... this. Brilliant. Um, Aye. It's funny, do you know, we're, we're talking about Rob Van Dam and the old uh, getting high and all that. I've told you about fucking... They were, I hear it, you know what it's like, man, podcast and all that. I tell you about Scott Hall and Liverpool, me, what I was doing after the show to try and get him. No, I don't think you have told this story, but I can't believe we've went this long into the podcast. We're now this podcast about a year and a half old. We've not heard just Scott Hall's story. So I... So 
so I was going to be traveling with, with Scott Hall in a motor, and I'm the worst for trying to shine up all these imports up. You know, I want to be their best pal, right? It's ridiculous. It's absolute. It's a bit of a, it's a bit embarrassing. And he's going, hey, Grado, go and get me some weed. Right? And I'm going, what? He's going, you smoke weed? And I'm going, no, 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 I don't know. Can you go and get me some weed? Right? And I'm going, I need bother. Right, need bother, Scott. Right? I don't know how I'm going to get hash in Liverpool, right? <laughs> so embarrassing, man. Right? <laughs> so I'm I'm biffing out and I'm like going to going around to all the other wrestlers like that. If you just get hash. <laughs> right? And then uh, we, we, we um, I'm at the merch table at the end of the show, man, and every fan that comes up to the gimmick table, I'm going, ah, 48, right, there we go, there we go, and I'm going, excuse me, if you get hash, <laughs> then you just get hash, <laughs> take hash, let's go. Oh, man, so embarrassing when I think about it now, and I just, I remember getting up, and he was, he was, uh, he wasn't happy that I ever managed to get him in. <laughs> so, sorry, Scott, sorry, I couldn't get any, I've asked I was everyone. Like, Scott, I've literally asked 200 folk in this building for hash, mate, I can't find it. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Love it. Uh, Bob's your uncle's uh, been in touch, and this is just random out of nowhere. It says, Mind being a wee guy and staying up to watch pay per views, they would show you an outside shot of the arena and it would be daylight. Oh. This is before I knew about time difference. This is confused me, is it would be pitch black outside. Any other wrestling confusions? That that's brilliant. Had? I love that observation. I do remember that as well. And I meant, oh, that's that's cracking. I mean, look at Blake. You remember David Blaze? No. I remember one time he, he tweeted, David Blaze is the mess, fucking honestly, he's, he's a screwball, he's a screwball, and he was like, I remember one time he tweeted, or it was on Facebook, and, and I, I know he was being deadly serious, he was like, you've got to get to John Cena, man, because I don't know how he managed to wrestle at four o'clock, he's, he's the main event every pay-per-view, man, he must be busting it for in the morning, play <laughs> <laughs> <Late> at night. <laughs> David, God love you, pal. I'm trying to think of other uh, confusions. I'm trying to think. Oh, I remember. I'll tell you one, getting, um, when Vince McMahon one time, you know, I, I didn't know that Fanny was your ass. Ken how you know, aye, aye, aye. Right? Flipped in America, yeah. I remember one time, get, um, Vince McMahon was cutting a promo and uh, he's shouting to Steph McMahon, I'm going to booster your little Fanny till it turns blue. <laughs> and I'm going, Are Fanny? <laughs> I go, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. that. You can't do that. Even at that age, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'll boost your little fanny to turns blue, girl. I'm <laughs> going, I'm going, right, that's, uh, that's no right. But that was one. Have you had any mail, John, no? I can't even think off the top of my head. But uh, listen, we'll throw it out to the audience because the audience always serves up. Have you ever had Do you know what? Here's another one. I've got one for you, John. I've got one for you, and all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember first getting internet and no knowing that SmackDown was pre-recorded on the Tuesday. Right, right, so yeah. When the spoilers would come out on a Wednesday morning, I'd go, somebody's got the script. I'd go, somebody's got the script. Amazing, amazing. Uh, so I get your wrestling confusions in for us next week. That's a good uh, shout. So mm. I can do that on the Twitter, on Facebook, do all that. Um, moving on to this one. It's from Cab. He says, thought you guys might get a laugh at this. I was having a look through Pro Wrestling Tees and came across Ahmed Johnson's only merch on the site. Oh, Basically, no. Ahmed Johnson has a t-shirt up on Pro Wrestling Tees. This is genuine because I looked at it. <laughs> it says on the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to be a beast until it's time to do what real beasts do. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you can get them pro wrestlers. Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do what real beasts do. Imagine wanting to put Glasgow with that on. I know, as he said. Um, and the t-shirt, the name on the t-shirt is, if you're looking for it in pro wrestling teasers, be a beast. That's the name of the t-shirt. So, oh, that's superb. Be a beast. Go. be a beast. Go get an Ahmed oh. Johnson t-shirt now. Uh, Gredo, we have, after the chat of SoapCon, Last mm-hmm. week, we've got a few suggestions in. Um, Ian Drew Dice Clay. I never know how if it's I Andrew Dice Clay or if it's Ian Drew Dice Clay. So it's funny because I didn't know this is a comedian. He's obviously kind of. Have you never heard of? Drew, I've heard of uh, Drew. Yeah, Dice right. Clay. I've heard of Dice Clay. Yeah. So I never, I never know who that was. It wasn't until I started listening to Howard Sterling. He came on once. I went, yeah, "Oh, right, that makes." Yeah. I actually thought it was Andrew WK. I was getting mixed up with. Uh, anyway, um, no, I, I always just call him Andrew Dice. Oh, no, it's Andrew Dice Clay. I, I Andrew Dice. I don't know. Anyway, but he's one of our favourite correspondents. Oh, mate, I, not even that. I put him over all the time, but he Absolutely. literally keeps me up to date with the wrestling. If I, if I want to know what's happening, he's talking about it and he's always got a crack and spin on it. I know we always put him over, but Ian Andrew Dice Clay on Twitter, follow this forward. guy. Get him forward. So he says, uh, listen to uh, Grado's idea of SoapCom. It has set my mind in, into overdrive. Arthur Fowler is still alive. You could do like a Buried Alive set with Paul Bearer, like Paul <laughs> Bearer Axis, but with Arthur in his shed, Pete Beale in his stall, so many ideas. So... Hold on, the real so Arthur Fowler is still alive because he's been dead in EastEnders for about twenty five years. I don't think Arthur Fowler. I'm going to have to Google. I'm going to have to Google this, mate. Arthur Fowler can't be. He was at a fair age when I was like. So it was Bill Bill Tretcher. Bill Bill Tretcher. It was his name. He's still alive. You're joking. He's ninety. Fucking hell. Oh mate, he. You know what? He's got to have something that's up. That is a cracking show. He might be a wee bit too old. He Maybe. might be a wee bit too old for coming up. It might be a wee bit too much for him. Mm-hmm. But that would be a right. That's that's a cracking shout with the access in it. I, I yeah, what well, he, he did. What? How did he die again? Was he? Well, was he... he got, did he not get buried in the? Did I? Am I making things up? Did he get buried in the allotment? How did Arthur die? See, in my hang, in my head, Arthur Fowler get done in in a shed, but then get. Did he get buried? Did he get buried another part? No, that was... He Brooks went in prison, him. didn't he? He, do- he went in prison, didn't he, Arthur? That's right, he had a stint. He had a stint. A bench is dedicated... Then he was a bench that Arthur is released. Remember the bench. Day, but I'm reading this off Wikipedia right now, right? Okay, so this is... Arthur, however, before the family can pass on good news, they are told that Arthur has been involved in a huge prison riot. Arthur is released the next day, but he had received a nasty blow to the head in the riot. Although no one realised the seriousness of this injury until it's too late. On May 1996, a few days after his release from prison, Arthur suffers a brain hemorrhage on the allotment and dies the next day in hospital. Arthur's funeral is delayed pending an inquest, but the jury eventually returns a verdict of accidental death, much to the disgust of Mark and Pauline, who believed that the prison service neglected to seek proper medical help. For Arthur, a bench is placed in dedication of his memory in Albert Square. The dedication is entitled Arthur Fowler. He loved this place. Uh, that's right. Do you know what? I think it's going to cost me a wee bit too much to try and do an indoor buried alive. I like that idea. <laughs> However, I think it's a lot easier just to get a replica Arthur Fowler bench and you get to sit on the bench, social distance mind, Arthur Fowler at one end and you at the other. £15 for the, 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 the picture and you can get it signed. That's a great idea. There we go. Get Arthur Fowler bench up. Fantastic. Um, Basically, uh, Karate Warrior 2, another one of our favourite correspondents, gets in touch all, all the time. Sent us lyrics last week. Do you remember, Grado? He sent us lyrics and we sang the lyrics oh. to um, 
Holt Hogan's um, theme. Ah, so have you got the clip because he, he tweeted it through the week, man, and it actually was, it was quite good. I know. So our, uh, basically, Karate Warrior 2 has taken up my job. Thank you so much. And he's put you singing the theme last week to actually Hulk Hogan's theme and made a, a video of it. So thank you very much. We'll give you a blast of it right now. Well, the fanny packs are finished, raised up high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I burst as my man, but the match was shy. <laughs> well, you hurt at my chest, and the drone check lied. I'm a wrestler, T, but bring back to strive. I am a mark from Stevenston. Top was of shite on football daft I didn't take my Imodium No, not last night Run for your life Hey, fair play to that boy, man That is, that is, that's good That's good And you can see the video for that on our Twitter right now Aye, the video's brilliant Karate Warrior's a good, he's a good boy and I'd follow him as well on the old Twitter Yeah, he also came up with this idea And he, he launched this topic on our Twitter this week Is basically he thinks Hadaway, What Is Love should be a wrestling theme tune. What is love? Baby, don't, don't hurt me. me. Don't hurt So he launched the topic as a bangers that really should be wrestling themes. Like, you know, pop songs, rock songs I, that have never been used as wrestling themes before. Right, I, I, the, the first one that springs in my mind when uh, we, me and my mate uh, Alan used to do the old backyarding. Right. And uh, I was called, well, I was first, I was Mike Austin. I was Mike, Mike Austin. Austin. We all know about that. We all know about Mike yeah, Austin. Mike Austin yeah. um, however, he was the devil. Right. And his music, and it really got the, I mean, all the Gardens were, when they were watching it, they get right into it. D E V I L, the devil. D E V I L. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great theme for a wrestler. Aye. Oh, that's a good gimmick as well. Isn't it? The devil. Has there been a devil? Has there been a devil? Has there been the devil? Has it been like, you know, like that program Lucifer that's on Netflix and all that? It's like, or like the, I'm thinking the devil's advocate, the kind of aperture, just like someone that's like Lucifer, like who comes in the suit, but it's completely fucking evil, kind of, uh, that kind of cool devil kind of gimmick. But then maybe like the fiend, his eyes go red during the match and it's like. Uh, I, I know what you mean. Sometimes the most like plain names, how much I say this, like, you know, because what's, what's, what's Bray Wyatt called again? What's he called? The monster or something? Oh, what's fiend. his name? The fiend. The fiend. You know what I mean? Aye. The fiend. You know. The, the, oh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I know. Uh, listen, I, I think it's a great gimmick. Um, so basically, <laughs> I think it's a great gimmick. Well, <laughs> bangers that should be wrestling themes. Willie comes in with when I was away and I thought Block Rock and Beats by the Chemical Brothers would be a good entrance theme. Don't know if it'd fit these days. You know that one, Gradle? It's time for another one of those block rocking beats. Da-na, da-na, da-na. Ah, it's a good one. That would work for a I would say that would work for a right kind of a Dean Malenko. Do you know what I mean? Stone faced coming to the ring. No? Yeah, I, I can see that. Mm. Uh, Westy, our friend Louise, has got in touch. Rotten to the core from the descendants. Now I've got a wee girl who loves descendants, and that is a, a belter. I don't know who that is. I don't know heard of that. It's a film, it's a film, it's it's basically it's all the Disney characters like see Cruella Deville and uh, right. Captain Hook and all that. It's all their children, uh, and they're all kind of heels. 
and then there's the faces which are like uh, Beauty and the Beast Swain and like um, Snow White Swain and all that and oh. then the, the heels have to go and uh, go to the high school with the faces and it's all, they all become pals and that it's very right. good very good oh, so, it sounds brilliant mate uh, Descendants go and check add that to your uh, list of movies to watch Cradle <laughs> Descendants 1, 2 and 3 there you right, are cool mate noted right, cool um, Sandy says down with the sickness I think every fan has imagined this is a theme song at one point or another but also Every fan, it was every on every show, on a British wrestling show in the past. Someone watched say it between the, the years of 2002 to about 2006, there was always some nugget on the, the show way down the sickness. Oh, aye, but aye, aye. It, but it was, uh, I, uh, there was a wrestler in CCW called Chris Cash, and uh, he used down with the sickness, and he was brilliant. But he actually died, I think. He died uh, in about 2010, possibly. I remember a CCW wrestler. So, um, aye, yeah. there you go. Uh, my, in a similar kind of rock vein, Daniel suggests my own summer Deftones, you know that one? Shove it, shove it, shove it. Yeah, that's I'll tell you what, we quick, we can I quick uh, put myself over with the old Deftones. Yep. But um, when I wrestled rest, for Progress one weekend at, what was the, the, the festival called? It was a heavy metal festival. Was download. the download? No, no, it was Sonosphere. Right, okay. And the Progress wrestlers were sat we basically got the, you know, where, where all the artists hang out. And what do you call it? The, the, the che, is it Chevy or something like that? What do you call him again? The, the Deftones? Oh, I, uh, che, is it che, Chino, Chino. Chino Constantino. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Chino Marino. Yeah. yeah. Chino Marino. He was, um, he was sitting out his wee kind of portaloo, kind of porta cabin, sitting with his, with his MacBook, listening to tunes. And I, I went around and sat and talked to him for a good five minutes. <laughs> Did you want to talk to him about? I, I can't even remember. It was, I mean, I say five minutes. I think I just asked him for a photo. But um, what, what was gotten it? But also that night, uh, who was playing that night? Iron Maiden were playing that night. No, John, I'm not a big Iron Maiden guy. I know I, I don't. I don't really kind of. I. But the next, I had to come back up the road on the Saturday, um, because I don't know if I was double booked. Probably was double booked when they be, when they be like me if I if, if, if I used to do that all the time back in the day. Uh, but mate, Metallica were playing the second night. And oh. I, was, I was devastated, mate. I was devastated oh. because it, it got shown on the telly, and Metall and basically Metallica were hanging about exactly where Lucino was. Oh. And honestly, it, it killed me, mate. It killed me for ages. That one, man. I would. I mean, it was imagine horrible. Me, imagine meeting Hetfield or. Mm -hmm. or but, oh, I mean. See, Lisa, me, Jester, and uh, uh, would you call him? Ravy David, no Ravy David, David Blaze. We would go up every year to the the festival in Inverness. It was called the Tartan Hat, the Bella Drum. Bella Drum, yeah. Oh, and see the amount of folk we would sit with. We we met Tom Jones. We met um, who else did we meet? I think we was on the stage with a band, but it was brilliant getting up there. That's that's one of the. Sometimes it can be a, a bit of graft wrestling at a festival because usually they'll give. No one gives a fuck. No one I gives a fuck. Need to give us a fuck, or. No, do you know what? I take that back. No one need to give us a fuck. Do you know what's good about it? It's a lot of people there have never seen wrestling before, mm -hmm. so they get right into it because they're steaming. Right, right, right. right, and it, right. And it, but it's only good, John, if you're out wrestling on the first or second match because after they've seen one match, the second right. match, then they start going, right, fuck this, we're gone. But if you're out in the first match, man, it's actually a lot of fun. It's a lot oh, of right, fun, especially okay. when you do the comedy stuff. Yeah, I always yeah. loved doing it. But the big issue was, John, the, the wrestlers would never get the the digs that the the pop stars got, so we would be sitting in a tent for the weekend, which wasn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a tent guy. 
I can't do that. And I, I'm riddled with hay fever and stuff like that, so it's no my bag. But some of the boys loved it. Aye, God, bring it back, bring it back. Um, Jamie says, imagine, the, that's a good one, I think. Imagine the crowd singing along to the start of any Kamozi, here comes the hot stepper, and walking down to the right, hot stepper. Wait, I'm sure that's been used in ECW, was it no? Oh, what? I don't know. Nah, 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 nah. Aye, that was, um, that was Figwee's, God. That was, what do you call them? What do you call them? Ted Petty and Rocco Figwee? What were they called? I've not got, I'm useless with ECW. No, 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 come on, hold on, Todd Petty. What was his name again? Hold on, people are screaming at us right now, man. The tag team, you know who I'm talking about once I see them. Rocko Rock and... So it was Rock Public Enemy! Remember Public Enemy? They get their, their oh, ass. did Public Enemy use any commotion? Public Enemy, I'm sure, used that in ECW, mate, and it was a cracking entrance. Ah, a brilliant shout. 1994, mate, and what they would do is, they would wave the, or the crowd would wave their horns side to side. Oh, that's... Na, 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 na. Oh, aye, that was, that was a big one. That was you a good one. That's a good, you know, you, you struggle with Madonna. Any Kamozi's got to take a fucking tenner to use that theme, isn't he? No? <laughs> fucking hell, man. I know, I know. There you go. Um, and uh, Mick uh, Bash randomly comes out with this. Did you know Charles Robinson has a George Michael stroke quam room in his house? Over 90 vinyls, 180 shirts, socks, pants, the full shebang. God, that does, when you, because he, he ran about with that with that haircut for, for quite a number of years. That doesn't surprise me, to be honest with you. Mini Flairly, Charles Robinson, there you go. Do you know so, who I listen to on a podcast? I, read, I quite listen, I know we're kind of like putting other podcasts over, but uh -huh. do you know who I love listening to? I love listening to, what did you call it? Mike Kyoda. Mike Kyoda was on. That's Mike Kyoda, right. Who'd you call that big, who'd you call that handsome fella that's always in, interviewing the folk? You can know who I'm talking about. always interviews the folk. Chris Van Vliet, Chris Van Vliet, you ever oh, heard of him? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his interviews are really, really good. And he's got a nice one about Mike Kyoda, man. You, you think, that guy was there for 35 years, never, I get, got never missed a day. Year. Yeah, got the dunk last year. So shout out to the ref, you know. Absolutely. Um, so, aye, that, if you've got any more of those for next week, get them in as well. Woods to get involved with. Uh, finally, though, Grado, before we move on, um, lots of requests. We are we kind of started you to sing a theme tune. This being the most popular one. Everyone wants you to sing, including Roshi, uh, Chris Jericho's Judas, because they want to picture you at ringside. This could be your audition for no, Jimmy Can. I am. There, I, can, I can assure you, I am not ruining my my big moment when I get to EEW and I'm stunning in the crowd. Wait on that one. Right, wait on that one, right. So I become, I become, I become man. I become, I become, I become man. Judas in, Judas in my mind. I become, I become, I become man. I become, I become, I become man. Just a taster for you, Tony. I wonder if this was the same guy. I was on the go radio account this morning in the breakfast show. Uh, hi, uh, Gradle, big uh, listener from Newcastle. Can I request Fozzy Judas? Hey, Craig Crofty, can you stick on this? Do, I mean? <laughs> do it, do it. Shout out to my ex by Little Mix. And next we got Fozzy uh, with Judas. <laughs> We're here till 10. So there you go uh, for next week. Um, anything of that, you can get bangers that should be wrestling themes. You can talk about things that confused you from wrestling. Get all into us. You know where to get us on Wrestling Daft. Uh, you can get that us on Twitter, uh, Wrestling Daft Podcast on Insta, and just the plain old Wrestling Daft on Facebook. Or if you want to email and write us a longer thing, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Every week, let's separate the good from the bad in the wrestling. Uh, the crispy rolls from the well-fired rolls.
Joy Cowell fired Joe. Make sure. Oh, well, of course, of course, you're the voice of McGee's there. I forgot you like every fucking role. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I hate, I hate a welfare. I don't see the point in a welfare role. John, I stop you now. Right, you're gonna. That's endless. I love a well-fired role. You've got to just... It's a bit like, it's a bit like blue cheese. It's a bit like... Oh, I love blue cheese, but... Aye, I but did you like blue cheese when you were you were 13 year old? No, I didn't know. Right? That. That's what I'm saying. When was the last time you had a well-fired role? It's, it's been a while. Right, what today is... This is what you have today, right? Get right. yourself a well-fired role from McGee's! Yeah. Well, I'm getting... No, we're not getting any... I suppose I've got to put on this... I suppose I've got to represent him everywhere I go, and it? it's oh, a bit yeah, like fucking yeah. David Beckham uh, where he did this. Do you know what I mean? Your it's gimmick, like... mate. It's your gimmick. You've got to love the gimmick. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Always, I mean, uh, what was I going to say? What today? Right here, a well-fired role. Yeah. Hunters are lot pack. Right. Call me and squash it down. Right. I, mean, I tell you, a well-fired role pe- is mega. A well-fired role all just comes to pieces when you do that. You know what? All, no. flake, all the crust flakes off it and all that. You know. Oh, your palate will be old enough now to. Uh, Respect a well-fired role. Okay, I'll maybe go and try that. So there you go, um, role banter for you. Um, right, let's kick off with the bison putovers um, this week in Rab's absence. Uh, Sean goes, bury the heart business. Oh, sorry, uh, uh, do, have you got anything you want to bury or put over first? Gredo? Right, so obviously I struggle to watch still wrestling, but I wanted to see Christian come back. Yes. Wrestling, and what I liked about it was, what I, what I took fit was... I, I really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, I fell asleep after about seven or eight minutes, but that's just because um the breakfast show. However, what I loved about it, John, was so they they, they made, you know, they, they said, look, he's not had a singles match in eight years or seven years, seven or eight years. Yeah. And the way they done the match, John, it was very, very basic. And it was like they, they you know, they done it like how a wrestler would wrestle if he hadn't. Really? I, I loved it. You know, was it Frankie? Was it Kazarian? He was Kazarian. Aye, yeah. aye. And it was, you know, all the early pinfalls, shoulder tackle, pin, you know, and the way he sold stuff, I was. I was believing it, if you know what I mean, because yeah. he was taking like the he was taking like the bills into the ring and he was for, and, and the way he was selling it, and I'm going, Well, that is gonna be zero on this boy because he hasn't wrestled in, in that length of time. So I loved it. I loved the I loved the, the idea of this this guy who hasn't wrestled in eight years and psychology, man. The psychology the psycho- I, the, I know I know he go off and but the psychology it was brilliant, you know. He just sold his ass he sold he sold his ass off. And it was basic, and it was ah, yeah, I loved it, mate. It was something different. Um, but I see, <laughs> I don't know that I'm burying it, but I saw another video this morning of. We need to get a clip of this, by the way, actually, because I never even thought about this. But have you seen Tony Khan's promo on Impact for last night? No, oh, he, <laughs> after like, the one he did the other week, there it was this the one, the one with the sunglasses. No, you, no, no, no. The last one I saw was obviously the one where it was like on, on Kenny Omega, right? So is it is it one of the paid ones that he does? No. It's the paid one for TNA, but now that I'm now that I remember that promo first week, I'm wondering if he's doing this as a gimmick now. I wonder if he's just trying to capitalize on it, right? However, wait you wait till he to say something on this, John, right? Hold on. Workload. Guess what, Impact Wrestling? I manage Kenny's dates. I have the first ride on all of his dates. You're going to find out what AAA found out the same way. I control the wrestling world. I'm the forbidden door. All bookings go through this office. Mine and his our office. And guess what? Speaking of Impact Wrestling, Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian had great matches in Impact Wrestling. Some classics. 
They're going to renew their rivalry tomorrow night on AEW Dynamite. It's going to be a classic Christian Cage, one of the best wrestlers in the world, but he's going to see Frankie Kazarian has come a long way in a ball. He's become a great, great wrestler in AEW. One of our all-time winningest stars. One half of the first ever tag team champions here. Team a legend in AEW and AEW original. It's going to be a great, great match. And speaking of the top stars in Good AEW, Kenny and John, John Moxley. He'll be in action tomorrow night, too. I think he's been looking forward to saying hello to you guys ever since you tried to smash Eddie Kingston's ankle into smithereens oh, yeah. with that chair. <laughs> I can't wait for AEW Dynamite tomorrow night. It's going to be a great, great show. We're going to keep the hot streak going. Did I think... Do you think he's capitalizing on us? I think this is a gimmick. That's what I'm starting to think. I because think this is maybe a gimmick thing that he's doing, that they're building them into be this owner who's actually a Mark, you know, a wrestling Mark, who's taking over it and he's like this real fanboy who's just now putting himself in the picture. You know, because it's all it. the, uh, it's all the that's, easy, that's editable, you know, that that's not just something he's done live, like maybe you would say with the, he did with the Kenny Omega. That's someone's been taped and pre-recorded. Aye. Kenny Kavaki, you seen him? He's one of our most winningest yes, wrestlers. But it's like... This over-enthusiastic fan who's suddenly become the owner of a company. I think it might be a gimmick thing, you know. Listen, John, I, I found it funny. I found it I, funny. I know everybody's going, Tony Khan promised us. He promised us at the start of this. He told us that he will not be on the TV. And I told myself that as soon as he starts coming an Austin character, I'm giving AEW up. Well, fuck. that's it. This is the last that I know. Fuck that. See if I'm... Like, I mean, I'm not a wrestler like you, Grado, but see if I'm fucking buying a wrestling company and putting my millions into fucking like it's almost like playing wrestling tony can say oh i'll have uh, i'll have rusev i'll have moxley and you know it's like fantasy football team with wrestlers right if i'm buying a fucking wrestling company i'm putting myself on the bloody telly and cutting promos it's it's good uh, uh it's but as you say it's ridiculous that the, the, the what, what folk are saying on twitter he can do i'm sure rab said that an order you know he can do what he wants nice fucking and, right uh, it's but you know what it is, mate. It's that whole, it's that whole kind of being because he he's known as being a big fan. Wrestling fans they don't like that because he's a fan and he's it's it's a bit like oh how should I say this? It's like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of you know how in football now there's a lot of fan media. Yes. Right. And a lot of the the, the the fans on forums, they, they don't like it because they're getting to go to the games right now and they're getting to report on it. So the, the, there's jealousy there. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind yeah, of, yeah. Do you get so the, that, 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 that kind of line of thinking? Yeah. I could be wrong. No, I get that. I get that totally. No, I, I, go on, Tony, quite right. Fucking, it's your company. <laughs> no, Tony, boy. Yeah, do it yourself, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go to the listeners' uh, suggestions. Sean uh, is in first this week. Buddy the Hurt Business splitting. Also, bury the parrots that come flying out of Riddle during his entrance. What the fuck is that about? Have you seen this, Grado? The parrots? So, you know how Riddle has the, the, the gimmick of a uh, kicks off his sandals? Right. Right now, I don't know if they've had some like budget left over. You know how it gets to the end of the year? Like, the council gets to the end of the year and they go, Oh, fucking budget left. Let's get out and get the potholes done. Let's get the roadworks out. And well, it's April, is it? Is it the same in America? Well, I don't know, but it seems like the WWE have gone, fuck, it's tax time, we need to use up this fucking budget. <laughs> so they're basically now, when Riddle kicks off his sandals, they turn into parrots. <laughs> You're joking. Why? <laughs> That's space. funny. That's funny. That's funny. And I, I, I would imagine we're going to go through this and we'll see the whole... Um, I mean, I, I, I was passing myself at the backstage promo. 
<laughs> oh yes. Oh, I yes. forgot the words. <laughs> forgot the words. <laughs> I forgot the words. That but was I, brilliant, man. Is that he, been put? I don't know if that's been put on. It's, it was. Do you think so, John? I it was put on for his. Do you think so? Aye, I think so. I, 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 that, that went, that crossed my mind, but it's her reaction. Aye, aye, but I, I, I don't. Her know. reaction, I, she's looking at everybody going, "What is this?" I fucking... hate what I hate what they're doing with it. I will fucking hate it because is I, it really I, that bad? I everybody. I, wants I, I hate it. I hate it. But never mind. Is uh, Sean's putting over Drew's segment in the locker room, and they're true hard bastard just want to scrap with anyone love to see it because yeah, there's this bounty out on his head so he walked into the locker room and basically went around the locker room going is it f- do you want a fucking go do you want right. a f- I, I like that in the build to wrestlemania it's like this kind of bounty on his head I really so, like somebody that. told me the day that there's a big painting of drew versus last yes but there is a uh, down oh. uh, do you know in glasgow down near the barrowlands where that bad place is Aye. Put, there's a, an artist who's done a painting of drew versus lashley on the build-up to wrestlemania it's god fun. i was going the boy that was telling me he's not a wrestling fan i'm going nah it'll be a poster it'll be a poster because they're wrestling at mania and Aye. he was like no i can assure you he says it's a painting i'll need to let the big man know then actually let the big man know it's cracking. I'm sure he's found out, but it's absolutely cracking. You should look at it. Um, John's going on to saying, burying the heart business being split up. Aye, I don't understand why they split them up. Surprised that? I thought that was a pretty kind of cool I thought, I thought it was the best thing that's been on Raw this year. Um, put over the ICW Zero G tournament on the network. allows uh, some new faces to show what they can do. I didn't realise the Zero G tournament's going on there. No, uh, well, I think I did. Do, I, I think it's your least of your offers and... Um... Who else would be on that there? Just Craig now? Anthony. I'm so, Craig so, Anthony. And, I tell you what, I, I, I by the way, but they're good. Oh, see some of the the Craig Anthony stuff. That I, I think I saw Scott Reed putting some stuff up, and he's a star, it, by the way. By water, and, and we are for good on the mic as well. We are for we we shout out to Arthur. He's good as well. He. Uh, some of it, he, he, he done a promo at the weekend, and I was actually blown away. Some of it was a wee bit kind of cliched, right? However, the way he, the way he delivered it, man, he was spot on. He's going to be good as well. Yeah, um, Chris, um, I'll be interested to get your take on this, Grado. Uh, Logan Paul and WWE can get the fuck. I put up with a lot of shit from that mob, but if they start pushing that FUD, that might be the last straw. I wouldn't trust that wank as far as I can throw him, and I've got fuck all upper body strength. <laughs> um, what do you make? I don't know if you've heard, Grado. Logan Paul is going to be involved in Mania in the Sami Zayn Kevin Owen match. Oh. Like, what do you make of that? Well, you've got to look at it for two angles here. In my in my head, this guy's a strob and he always has been on YouTube and I can't go it. However, you've got to accept it. Or should we accept it? I don't know, but these YouTubers, this is the new thing. I mean, that's what Wayne's want to be now. They want to be YouTubers. Uh, it is, but, isn't it? Uh, it's so a- you've got to look at it a point where... You can understand why WWE are using this guy because he gets I mean, eyes on the product, doesn't it? I mean, he gets eyes on it. I'm, 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 I've got, um, I'm on Go Radio, right? And I've got uh, GMTV on in the background. KSI is never off it with Lorraine Kelly. You know the KSI dude? He's, aye, aye, aye. He's never off it. So you can understand why, you know, because they're going to get publicity out of it. He's got millions of followers. I mean, he's millions. got a ridiculous amount of followers. It's a bit like, I, I was talking about it on Cultaholic as well, the, the boys that they Cultaholic, when we when we when we done the shows with Walk Culture, you know, you turn up to the show, uh, John, and, and the boys that done the YouTube stuff, they were made over than anybody else on the roster, and that was including the imports. So it's just a, they're coming... I suppose they're just trying to catch up with what's what's hot and what's I think not. the bit that annoys me the most, listen, get Logan Paul on 
and uh, we talked about it on the marks, right? If Kevin Owens fucking puts him through a table, brilliant, right? And that because nobody likes Logan Paul, he's a fucking prick. So someone puts someone Kevin if Kevin Owens picks him up and smashes him through a table, and that's his involvement, great. But I just don't like the fact that you know, and I'm saying this on the marks, like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, right? They've dreamed about this match their whole life, right? They're mates. They've been mates growing up, you know. They've said one day we'll fight at WrestleMania. We'll fight each other at WrestleMania, you know what I mean? And we've seen it on NXT, we've seen it on, like, Raw, we've seen it on... A great ma- at Ring of Honor, the full lot. Aye, they're brilliant. And do you know what? Their dream's probably been WrestleMania. This'll be a dream match. And now there's, you know, he looks like he's been involved in this angle. I mean, I feel sorry for for the boys. I mean, as a wrestler, Gredo, would you be pissed off, like, if you were like, say it was you and Shah, right, and you're going to fight at Mania, right, and, you know, then they put some... Logan Paul getting involved in the angle. Would you be pissed off or would you go like, it's good, it's going to get more eyes on us? I'm, I'm afraid to say I probably would say it's going to get more eyes on us. Aye. Really? I mean, I don't know how they feel. I don't know how they feel because, as you say, and, and you're always hearing stories that they're never the, the easiest, I would imagine, in terms of telling them what they're going to be doing. They're always kind of, you get that, you get that kind of, you get that feeling after Kevin Owens sometimes, just the way he's tweeted over the years. Like if he, if there's something that he doesn't like, he's going to tell them, isn't he? Aye. You get that yeah, feeling, yeah. Kevin Owens. So I don't know, but if it's going to bring me eyes, because this guy is over like, over on internet. He's yeah. he's everywhere. The stuff with Conor McGregor. So they might just have been, you know, they might just have been persuaded. Look, this is going to, this this is going to. Get. But then, uh-huh. but but then what? I mean, I know it's. It's going peacock and stuff like that, but like I says, it going to does it affect buy? I don't know. Does did it get this? I don't know how it works. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Mate. You're hoping for buying, but um, uh, Henderson experiences put over Gradle. I thought we'd read it. I say appearance of a holic this week. Really enjoyed listening to it. There you go. Uh, Buddy and the heart, heart business as well. Don't see the point in doing this. Absolutely agree. Don't know why they're doing that. Selka says put over Randy Orton on the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, podcast. Uh, Broken Skull sessions. Wow. Best one yet, nothing to bury as I'm a positive bastard. There you go. Did That's you watch good it? way to be, mate. It's good watch- so, again, I keep falling asleep because I'm watching it when I come back for the radio. However, the first 25, 30 minutes, brilliant. I love it. I, I thought he was brilliant. I I, thought- I, you know, he's had a lot of heat backstage as far as I'm aware, Randy. What, for? what did he say? Well, for in the, I think when he was younger, you know, he, he wasn't I- well liked backstage as far as, as, far as you hear. Oh, but you I can think- imagine, mate. You can, it's just like he said up front with Steve Austin at the first. He's like, I can tell you never liked me. And you know, he's like, and then you can see Stone Cold going, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. no, kind of but again, no, he, no, he be, hey, look at what, look what I've done today, look what I've done today, no, to be a bit like that, John. However, when I when I met some of the WWE boys uh, a couple of years ago when I was going to see a bus and stuff like that, I remember that, yeah. Randy on it was amazed, you know, what's your name, stunning up, shaking my horn. Oh, yeah, what is it? And and you know, the, the boys are going, this is Gadel, you know, he's um, he's a wrestler, it's a big Scott. Deal. Ah, he's a big deal. Yeah, he's a big deal. Over, over in Scotland. Scotland's Hulk Hogan. Ken, and he, he, you know, <laughs> really t- because for years you hear about Randy Orton and and you know the stories back in the day having masters together. He, he, by all accounts, they're a, a pair of naughty boys, you know. But I, I, I it really, really, really took me aback. And if we want to talk more about that uh, next week, trip saying I'll do it. <laughs> Let's talk more about Grado's backstage at the WWE. Um, Jamie's putting over John Cena and his big red balls, presenting to new total wipeout. I have to watch John. I didn't realise John Cena was the American version of Richard Hammond. And hosting this? Total Wipeout. He's hosting total wipeout, apparently, in, uh, in America. Oh, good on him. 
You know, when, right. you know that one you, the, the, where you jump over the bottom Saturday night telly and all that? And you, Is that a bit like uh, Takeshi's Castle? It's a bit like Takeshi's Castle, aye. Yeah. Uh, but aye, no, no. Um, I, I quite enjoy Total Wipeout. There you go. So, oh, there you uh, go. Put over Matt Riddle just giving up halfway to a wrong backstage segment. Know the feeling. <laughs> brilliant. Yes. Brilliant, uh, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, Who's that? Who wrote that in? Uh, this is from Jamie. And uh, put over Barry from EastEnders beating the chaser. Nothing to bury. Been a good week. <laughs> What's happening with people this week? I don't know. They're all very positive this week. Barry from EastEnders beating the chaser. We, um, on our sister uh, podcast that me and Grady do, uh, Football Daft, we had Barry on. If you want to go and check out that episode of Football Daft, he's a very entertaining chap. I have to yes, say. he's the best. And that doesn't surprise me that he managed to um, horse everybody at that, the chaser. That's, because yeah. when somebody knows that... Uh, somebody doing in England knows that Rangers are so many points ahead. You know yeah. what I mean? Can I, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He was absolutely brilliant. And you can hear Chris Toll, ICW's Chris Toll, doing a beautiful rendition of something inside so strong with Barry from EastEnders. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um, Thomas wants to bury the views, criticising opponents getting too much offence. Example, Ricochet against McIntyre often makes for a better match. And as Orton said to Austin on the podcast, Taker did it with him, and that's how you make stars. That's I yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, John Cena and the Sewer Squad side squad trailer putting that over as well from Thomas. I watched that last night. It looks brilliant. I have to say, Cena uh, looks really good on it. That's not my game. No, that's it's not. Game. I didn't think you'd be. No. Rab would be over that. Rab yeah, would that's be over. his kind of. That's his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel puts over Drew segment from Raw, screening up to everyone. Orton on Austin's podcast, another one for that. Uh, Buddy spun up the heart business. Very popular this week, and Logan Paul appearing on SmackDown yet. To- yeah, that's the two most popular this week. Uh, Neil just saw Gradle put uh, we put over on Botchamania. Um, mm. So he, not his botch, so it'll no upset him. Mm. So, Neil, so you're on Botchamania this week, but it's not your botch, so we need to check that out to see what it oh, is. Oh, is it? Maybe I remember years ago doing a week and a, this is Gradle and this is Botchamania, but it's already been used. Do you know what? I don't see it be fair to me. I don't think I've had many on there. Oh, good. Well, day, I remember, I think the, the what's, what's the one I remember? Somebody, I think David Blaze got choke slammed off. I can't remember the big guy's name. He was an ICW. And he choke slammed him right onto me by accident. Whether I should have again powder. The RVD one remember. would have obviously been on Botchamania when RVD super kicked you thinking. If there's them out there that can make a wee compilation of all my botches on Botchamania, I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, get it done. Do I don't think there's many because I watched I, I watch most of them. Let's go straight to the top. Let's get Matthew uh, from Botchamania. Oh, we've got to. The... Well, do you know what? I because he's asked me to, to to speak to him about something, so I I need to get back to him. Um, right. Well, you speak to Matthew. Get let's, get, let's get him on right. the podcast. That's a good shout, mate. That's if you've not shout. seen Botchamania, uh, it's all the wrestling botches. Matthew, who runs it, is absolutely brilliant. So yeah, let's get that get Matthew on the podcast. Um, Dan, and this is I think aimed at you, Gradle. Put over the last five laps of Formula oh! One at the weekend. <laughs> Hashtag racing daft. Also, <laughs> the booking of the Mania card. I have no clue who's winning what, and that is a great thing. Did you watch the Formula One at the weekend? Oh, Dan, this is for Dan, for pal from New Zealand, because he tweeted me that he watches it. Dan, he's just from Australia, but oh, sorry, it's <laughs> Sorry, Dad. But I mate, uh, wow, that was so. You know how I'm into my Formula One and now, John, right into it. Yeah. And yeah. I watched the two training days, Friday and Saturday. I know they don't call them that, something <laughs> else. But the, on the Sunday, I watched my very first from start to finish Formula One, John, and I loved it. Did the only you problem really? is, mm-hmm, I, I loved it, mate. The only issue was, 
I put a wee tenor on Pierre Gasly to come first. He was 33 to 1. He came last. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was 33 to 1 for a reason. Aye, aye. I was thinking Lewis Hamilton won because he wins fucking everyone, doesn't he? No, you can't. He's, uh, he he's, is. He's, he's like the Cena of uh, yes. Formula 1, isn't he? Aye. That, do you know, that's the, John, that's the only thing that's a wee bit boring about the old Formula 1 because he kind of wins everything. Vax Verstappen, what we call him, he's, he's a kind of, he's... He's, be, he's booked to the, Lewis Hamilton's booked to the top. In he's booked to the top, and uh, Verstappen's just underneath. A bit, but, but, a bit like wrestling sometimes, the mid-card the mid is class. Oh, right, okay, mid-card, right. So mid-card is class, because I'm going to see if I can remember some of them, because you've got Sebastian Vettel. You yep. have, oh, this is good that I'm trying to remember these, by the way, Sebastian Vettel. You've got Fabio Alonso. Fabio yep. Alonso, is that what you call him? He's still going, Fabio Alonso. He's come back, he's in two right. years out. Okay. Jensen uh, Button, is he still Jensen involved? Jensen Button, no, but he's the commentator. Oh, right, okay. He does, David Coulthard. Aye, but no, he, <laughs> no, he, 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 he does the, what do you call the... Very square face. after the bell, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a very square face, David Coulthard. He does, doesn't he? He does. Aye, but there's another Scottish boy who is, who's a Formula 1. Uh, Paul, Rest- Paul DeResta. No, I didn't know this guy. I never knew this guy existed. Is it Paul DeResta who's the Scottish boy? I think so. He, he maybe yes. was racing about 10 years ago. Aye. Paul Aye. DeResta. Uh, and there's one mayor I like who's, he's got a nice wee cheeky character, Daniel... I hate that wee prick Martin Blundell who runs about the fucking track. <laughs> Is that the old fella? <laughs> yeah, Is that Martin yeah. Brunden? <laughs> who runs about the track. Like, they're all, all the Formula 1, like, they're in the very fucking start of the race and they're, like, getting their tactics and all that sort of stuff. And the Formula 1 drivers, and this wee prick's running about with the microphone. Can I just, hi, Jensen, Jensen, can I just have a word with you? And who does like, that remind you? You and Cameron. Yes, that's the Ewan Cameron of Formula One. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, uh, I wanted to shout Daniel Ricardo, who, by Daniel the way, is Ricardo. for Australia. So I would imagine that uh, Dan is a big fan of him. Right, there you are. There you are. So get into the Formula One folk and we'll start Formula One daft soon enough. Uh, <laughs> buddy, people hating on the new IWGP World Heavyweight belt. Have you seen this belt, Grado? Uh, the so new what... IWGP belt. Google it just now and give me your thoughts because I know you're a belt guy. I'm a belt mark. It's always going to be tough to replace the other two and at the end of the day. Oh, that one's close. Oh, wait till we see. Nah, no buying it. Why? No way. The first thing that comes into my mind looks like the Divas title for, for the mid 2000s. So, a lot of people say that it looks like Cody Rhodes' tattoo. Oh, in his neck. Aye, aye. aye. So aye. I, I like the I like the bling on it. I love the bling, but I just don't like the the shape of it. I don't like the shape of it. But but see what I always notice when see some see when the Japanese guys would come here, or he likes a who I'm trying to think like someone AJ would come here for British shows and he was IWGP champion. What I notice about the belts were always in some neck. You know the WWE they've got the whole. Right, there's a TV belt, there's a house show belt, there's a belt that you take on fucking Lorraine Kelly, whereas the, I, the IWGP it used to be, it's the same old, they all look as if I've seen better days, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's it from Dan. Um, Jason, final one of the week, uh, double bury this week. First, it is the incomprehensible lack of build to WrestleMania matches. I fully agree with this. Uh, Riddle scoots around Sheamus, annoying him, and boom, they're having a Mania match. I love Rhea Ripley, but you can't just show up and roll and demand a Mania title match. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you can. I, I, do, I mean, I've not. There's a lot of fill in this card this year. There's, no, do you know what? And I've I've talked about it in the March podcast. You know what the problem is? They have this fast lane pay per view in the middle and yep. build up. It should just go Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. Aye, you're right. I, there's too much in there. 
There's Aye. too much. But you're right. I mean, obviously, usually I'll know a good couple of matches. I mean, there's you telling me. I didn't know that uh, Kevin Owens was wrestling Sami Zayn. I didn't know. Um, I mean, I can. I know that Drew's fighting Lashley. Roman Reigns is fighting Edge and Brian. Right. I mean, I. It's just. John, there's nothing on there for me to look forward to. You know, usually uh, there's a. You know, remember last year we had Undertaker and AJ. You're thinking, yeah. right? That's going to be. That's going to be something. You've broken Drew. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I think. Means... Do you know what? I'm just looking forward to seeing it in front of a crowd again. That's what. That's the, that's 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 the thing. Way that's the that's that, and it? that's the sell. That's the sell. Is with the crowd and what's happening with that? Because I, I was listening to some of the the Dutch sheet podcasts are waiting. They were talking about how the tickets were getting delayed and they were getting delayed again. Are they actually? Aye, have they managed? To... Yeah, they've got them out now. So it's originally sold it. Dutch sheets were saying it was going to be forty thousand. It's no, it's twenty five thousand. Um, because they were talking about forty five thousand and stuff, but it's twenty five thousand as far as I'm aware. So, but just again, just at least you'll hear a crowd. So it'll be good to see, you know. Um, second buddy, and this was a tough one. It's Big Drew, more specifically Drew's voice. Here we go. Ninety nine percent of the bit time, the big man cuts a promo sounding like a ferocious Highland warrior. Then the backstage interview reverts to that nasally presswick twang, sounding like he's just done a six hour shift in games workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Not judging, was a loyal patron there many years ago. Ah, uh, uh, you know what? Drew, but see the thing is, Drew's always had that a, a bit of a weird accent, even. Before he went to America, he always had that, you know. But I think a lot of boys like that that uh, they grow up obsessed with the wrestling, they end up getting that kind of weak kind of. They feel they American have to change twi- their accent, don't mm-hmm, they? Mm-hmm. They feel they sure, have to change it. I, I mean, sure, Drew was he was told to go to elocution lessons and stuff like that. But I remember that I actually thought I actually thought he was going to go daft at me with that thing at Christmas because he come on. Sure, I was no no Christmas, New Year, with a. I don't even know if I even spoke about this, did I? Did I speak about it? Oh, I did, no, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. Oh, no, I when, you been... did, when you did the Hogmanay show. Aye, aye, aye. And, he, and I come on and he's going, hey, Gredo, how's it going? I'm going, that's not an Ayrshire accent, for fuck's sake. Everybody started laughing. I'm going, oh, well, I hope it's just... Did they cut it from the programme? Did they cut it from the programme? I never watched it back, mate. I don't know. Oh, I right. think they did keep it in. You can let us know if you saw the Hogmanay show when Gredo charati to Drew. <laughs> did they keep that? Well, what part of Barassi is that? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go um, thank you very much for all your buddies and putovers this week so it's that part of the show where we get a listener to do a run in now because of Rab things have been up in the air we've been back and forth we're meant to have Kenny McIntosh in from Inside the Ropes on uh, but he's going to come on next week because he's now recording a podcast uh, and then we've not ha- reached out to the Patreons this, this uh, week for the run-in. So we're going to try something right now. And this is this is live, folks. This is live. We're going to basically, on our Twitter, I'm about to hit tweet on a, po- a, a tweet that says, right, let's try this. We are recording the podcast just now. And if you want to do the run-in, click this link. Now. Uh, and say, click this now. Yeah. And are we just what? taking the first person that comes on, John? Is that what we're going to do? That's what we're going to do. Right. So I'm basically on our Twitter now. I've put up the link. Let's see what happens when I tweet this and see who comes in the running. This could go any which way. I don't know. Let's see if someone actually clicks this link and yeah, comes in for the running. How many wrestling daft followers is there? We've got two and a half thousand. Oh, here we go. Here we Shut go. Up. Someone's in. Right, right, Joe. right, here we go. <laughs> right, here we go. Right, someone is entered <laughs> the, the same room. Hey, uh, I don't see. know who this is. 
It's Billy. I wonder. It can't be wee Billy. Do you think no, surely no. Let's see who Billy is. Surely no. We're clicking the link. Let's see who's going to come into the room right now. Is a Billy? Is a Billy? Who is it though? Billy. Yeah, hang on. My camera's not going on. There we go. We've got somebody. That was pretty. That was quick. Here we go. How you doing? How are you doing? How cool is that? There we go. What you say to it? Ah, they just popped up. I just finished doing my own live. I thought, ah, fuck it. Here I are. What are you doing today, mate? Not a lot. I just finished work. So I've just, like I say, just doing my own wee podcast stuff now. Clearly, I've taken inspirations from you. So, you know, I'm doing it myself. and. Oh, brilliant, uh, Billy. Yeah. Billy, if, you do, if you've not heard the show before, uh, Billy's been on before. Uh, Billy from the Scottish Wrestling Alliance. So you started doing your, your own podcast now, mate? Yeah, I wish I was from the SWA, but SWN. I am, oh, SWN. Uh, SWN. I was thinking that, John. I was like, Peter Bugger, come on, Sorry, Billy. Sorry. So, yeah, I'm doing my own podcast now. I'm speaking to Scottish wrestlers from everywhere. Primarily Scotland, obviously. Yeah. Hold on, I need to I need to look. See that uh, the European title in the background. How long have you had that for? Uh, oh God, I was like I was nineteen when I got it, so it must be eleven year old. Eleven uh, year old, I've and it's, it. I'm just looking at it. It's still got the old scratch logo, the WWF one. Yeah, it's Wait, a, well, let's see it. It's a 2001. Uh, That's make, right. So oh, it's an actual. No, John, I'm telling you, you have you have no idea. See to see uh, being 12, 13 year old when they first come out. I remember. I got a WCW magazine and it was a World Heavyweight title and I couldn't believe that they sold these things and I wanted one of these for years and years and years. That that is that's cool. I mean, that, see now I'm not that, I'm not really I think that I've there's too many now. I got signed as oh, well. Who signed? Oh, uh, DDP and the Hurricane. Oh, brilliant! Did you get that? Did Hurricane get it in Aberdeen? Did you get him yep. in Aberdeen? Yeah, I got a picture with him wearing it and I'm wearing his Hurricane Helms belt. That's actually thinking about it and all because DDP won the European title. Did he know? He did, yeah. He ah, beat, right. Was it Christian? He beat for it, I think. Ah, that's right. Oh, listen, we've got someone else doing the running. Will we see who this is? Ah, let's go. Let's batter in. Let's go. Let's go. There's a guy called Leash now enter in the room, and there's another person coming in now. Hey, let's batter them all in. Paul's iPhone. Let's bring everybody in. Why not? Uh, Rab's not here this week. Um, he's off ill with COVID. Just in case you're wondering. So we're, we're just we've got a random running going on. We've got Billy from SWN on. We've got Leash has just joined the show. Leash, how are you doing, mate? <laughs> and Paul went on me. And Paul's iPhone's just joined and all. Leash, how you doing, man? <laughs> How welcome you doing, mate? Welcome to wrestling. Welcome to wrestling, Daft, mate. Oh, Paul's away. Paul shot it. Paul shot it on his Paul iPhone. Shat it. Paul shot it. Paul shot it. IPhone, Leash, if you get your camera, if you get your video camera, to switch that on. Give us a Come second, please. Right, Leash, is that named after uh, what you walk about with a Dugway? Um, <laughs> I Actually, it kind of is. But do you know what? Do you know feel, I feel as if nobody says Leash anymore? Do you get what I, I mean by that? I hear it all the time, do you know, mate? I hear it all the time. Aye, but it's your name. But well, what I'm saying is, but, but do you know what I mean? Like when, when folks say they're going out walking the dog, they never say they take the leash. Oh, it's, they've changed it to lead. I've always called it. It's very true. It is. What are you saying to anyway, Leash? What do you do? What's your name and where do you come from? I know your name, but what do, what do you do? Um, um, I work in education. Uh, I do, indeed. Are you an excellent fan? I'm only here for you, Grado, mate, because <laughs> I, I love you on the po- any podcast you do. I always try and get a wee swatch at it because... You're just a big daft boy that's done good. Oh, do you know what? That means a lot, mate. That's brilliant. I love this. And are you, are you a wrestling fan? No. 
I want you to also get your views on WrestleMania. Who you thought You need to give us an answer. Who do you think is going to win WrestleMania? Who's going to win a WWE title at WrestleMania? Go have a bash. It's, well, it's going to be the big man. It's going to be uh, Drew McIntyre, surely. See, there you go. There See, it's go. good. That's, do you know, everybody in he's Scotland... Got a good reach. He's, he's got a good reach. You know, he's, he's a good Scottish boy. Loves the Rangers. Uh, and <laughs> likes to get digging into the it's, Everything's good. Everything's Brilliant. good. Uh, he is. He's a top man. He's a top man. So what do you do in education? You're a your teacher? Or? Well, I started off as a PE teacher. Right. Um, and then I moved over into working with boys and girls that struggle with the behaviour. Right, aye, aye. Uh, that kind of grew arms and legs a wee bit and a uh, couple of daft promotions. And uh, so I kind of work it like, I, I don't want to give you my title. You're like a, you like a headmaster of a school. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I don't, I'm a, a total inclusionista, as I like to call myself. I like to make sure everybody's included. So that's, that's what my job's about. Hey, make sure everybody gets what they need. I like this guy. I like this guy. Well, and what have you? Did you have to? In terms of what happened during the pandemic, did you? Was it all kind of Zoom stuff, or yeah. am I getting yeah. that? Aye. No. So most things that were having to be done, um, emails and uh, like video conference calls and stuff. And, and, you just adapt, mate. You just adapt. You just quite roll with it and go. And do you ever um, have people coming on, like people to talk to the young folk or anything like that? No. Uh, well, my, my job is more about making the well, making sure the right people are in the right place, right, to provide right. the right support at the right time. See, because so in my head, I'm going, this would be a good moment. Going, well, you know what? If you need me to come and talk to the Wayne's on Zoom or whatever, you just let me know. Lucy, but is well, it Gredo, man, Gredo, I, I think that's uh, something that we could probably organise because there must be some kids out there that would love to have you uh, there a wee conference with them. So maybe, maybe I. I honestly, I'll give you my email address and anytime you want, you want to do it, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll you'll set, you'll set never get up. a reply, I'll assure you right now, you'll never <laughs> get a reply. <laughs> brilliant, that's brilliant, that's been good. This, is, this I, has worked out well, we've had Billy from Scottish Wrestling Network. Billy, let's give the uh, new podcast a pod, sir, since you're on, son. Yes, it's a SWN podcast, of course, because I wasn't that creative with a name, uh, but I've done about, I've got... 60 episodes recorded of uh, just wrestlers everywhere. Uh, you need so, to get on. Get on. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll get your cell on, Grado, as well. Hey, hey, come on. I, we'll have again, you'll, again, you'll not get a reply to the email, <laughs> Billy. You've probably, he's probably got a, a ton of DMs sitting in his Twitter at the moment for hey, you. Wait till you see this right now. I had, I had to laugh, right? This is ridiculous. This would give you mega, mega, mega anxiety, by the way, right? Right, look, look at, can you see my hang wait hold on wait to see my how many oh, unread emails is that unread text how do you get it to oh, hold unread on unread text does it show you hold on I don't know. it says 2,556 <laughs> oh that's nothing uh, how about you uh, uh, well just on my own kind of personal one not my work one uh, no this is text oh text that's not right. that's unacceptable <laughs> Ah, that is, it's horrible. I need to get yeah. it sorted. I need to get it sorted. Down. I mean, emails, I'm sitting about four and a half million. <laughs> <laughs> Leisha, is there anything you would like to plug or promote while you're on the podcast? Stay in school, kids. Education <laughs> is what it's all about. Brilliant. 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 Well, there we go. That's the first successful random run-in on Wrestling Daft. Thanks very much for joining us, boys. Cheers, Troops. Thanks, Thanks very much. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Right, see you later on, Troops, right? Cheers. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs>
<laughs> so random man that brilliant <laughs> oh. you just made the list it's the list of wrestling daft we all love a list so that's why we do them on the show you can vote what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft this week um, the big vote was between the best wrestling catchphrases, and it was versus the best comedy moments in wrestling. We'll try to keep it positive on the run-up to WrestleMania. It was the best comedy moments in wrestling, that won it, which is perfect for you, Grado, because um, a lot of your stuff's based in comedy. Uh, so Rab normally does the list, but we're going to get you to do your top three. So what's that, number three? Perry Saturn saying sausages. Now, this, uh, this might sound wet, but I remember as a wee boy, I don't I don't even know if I've seen the promo back and whether I'd still laugh at it, but the way I laughed at it when I was 12, I remember going, that's the funniest thing ever. It was when Perry Saturn had just started going through the moppy thing. Have I spoken about this before? How oh, much no, I've no. Like, aye. And uh, <laughs> he's starting moppy, and it's during the alliance angle, and Paul Heyman pulls him aside. He's backstage. Paul Heyman's all dead serious, John. He's gone. Right, Perry. He goes, and he starts giving him this mega, you know, pep, pep talk. You can have the chance to come to the Alliance. Look at you. You're sitting about here with a mop. Look, you come to the Alliance. We'll sort you. You are a, a brilliant wrestler. You've got great history. The ECW back in the day. You're Perry Saturn. You're Perry Saturn. Do the right thing and come to the Alliance. And Perry Saturn just goes, sausages. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that made, made, no, made no big day as well was what it, was what it did 20 years ago. But see, hearing that 20 years ago, I was rolling about it for the laughing, John. I was it one was... of those ones that, you know what, you see a funny bit, like, and you rewind it and keep playing it, rewind it. Aye, play it, aye one of those that's ones. exactly aye. what I did, mate. Yeah. Sausages. <laughs> right, that's number three. What's number two? My number two is a match. And it's a match that has uh, happened hundreds of times over in America. But I remember when I first came across it, going, this is just the funniest stuff I've ever seen. And it's with who we need to get on the show, by the way. We need to get Kikitaro on the show. But it's uh, Kikitaro is Ebsan. And when he wrestles a guy called, oh, I'm going to know how to pronounce his name, but I think it's Kishimbo Kamen. Kamen, Kishimbo Kamen. These two, they were a bit, bit like the Johnny and the Jody of... Uh, Japanese comedy wrestling they've done the circuit if you want uh, to be tickled tonight type that in it's, Kika, it's not the easiest spelling to type in YouTube but it will manage to find it Kikitaro versus Kishino Kaben Kaben I was at number one my number one if I want to be if I want to laugh at wrestling I like to go and watch back any Les Kell World of Sport match have you ever seen any of them John? No, see, I, right. I love, love this, but I remember being on my granny's telly when like went up on a Saturday afternoon and stuff, and it was on your granny's telly. But I how old are you? About it, I think I was I'm forty. I'm forty. Wow, man! I always think it's me. I, usually when folks say like, "Oh, I used to watch it with my granny," it's like an older folk. But <laughs> no, I, I remember it. It was obviously World well, of Sport. It was Saturday afternoon. It was about half twelve, and it was on the on mm-hmm. ITV. 
So you need to go back and look at some Les Kellett matches because Les Kellett, he looked, he wrestled like an old drunk, John. He was right. an old drunk, right? And everything that he done... Regal, Regal goes on about Les Kellett all the time, doesn't oh, he? Oh, you see just his cadence, the way he sold, and he was just like an old guy you'd meet in a boozer that's want to pick a fight, but he would rather take the piss at you when you're fighting. And just the way, he, he, just the slightest wee mannerisms, the mannerisms that he does, John, they're hilarious. Right. But it's also funny about it is as well, is he's got a wee kind of, his, his hair's all slicked. Let's see, look the bald man. Yeah. The bald man I've seen his bit, right? It's sort of like that. And even just his hair sticking up during the match, it would get a pop. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. So that's what I'm going to suggest. He's going to watch any kind of Les Kellett match on YouTube for World of Sport Days. That's yeah, funny. From, that's comedy to me. There's your homework for next week then. Uh, let's go to the listener suggestions then for their best comedy moments in wrestling. Jonathan's comes in with this one straight off the bat. DCT Stag Do. Probably the only time I've cried from laughter watching wrestling. I, I've not seen this before. DCT stuff uh, with a wedding was hilarious, John. You need to go back and watch that. The Stag Do is brilliant, but for me, the funniest thing is a wedding. The wedding happened in the middle of the ring. It was in the old ABC and it's hilarious from start to finish. Rab is a sermon. He's the minister. Right. Uh, I'm not going to spoil what happens at the end to to the bride who is Piper Niven, but it's easily one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Right, okay. Well, we need to. Sp- I didn't realise Rab was involved with that. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. We need he, to. We need- he was great in it. He was Dave's Prince gimmick, that kind of, with the, with the gold chains on his face. Watch it, mate. It was brilliant. Oh, definitely. Um, we need to, to talk to Rav about that as well. Uh, Missed out shadow performances too. Simple, but brilliant. I remember that. It was good fun, that. Um, he's a gobbledygooker. <laughs> Great name. Uh, best comedy moment. Rock singing to Vicky Guerrero. That second line about looking like a hooker, not the expensive type, was brilliant. No, I don't remember that, but I'll tell I you. I remember. Was, was that not the wonderful tonight one where he was in the? Where he, uh, was that oh. not when he sang the? It was the wonderful tonight. I'm sure it was. John, I can't remember, but when I see Vicky Guerrero's name, I'll tell you what. I used to love Vicky Guerrero. I, I, she was great. Oh, she was brilliant, and I'll tell you what was the best pop or the best surprise. One of the best rumble. The one of the best rumble surprises was that the first women's battle royal. Uh, yeah, she just yeah. went, excuse me! Oh, oh, I, I was floored at that because it was just so unexpected and it had been a good, what, 10 years since she was last on the show, maybe? Uh, Brilliant, hilarious, she was great. Yeah, no, she's really, really good. Uh, Eddie says, best comedy moments in wrestling. Kurt Angle's rendition of Sexy Boy is part of the feud with Shawn Michaels. Of course it is. The build-up was focused on anything Shawn can do, Kurt can do better. Great match with Marty Jannetty, I remember that as well. That was, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A week later, Kurt comes out with Sherry Martell and gets the delights of, I'm just se- I'm just a sexy Kurt. That was fucking, that was brilliant. Sherry Martell was a star in that. She was hilarious. Uh she took the ankle lock, big... didn't she? She took mm-hmm. the ankle lock from me, didn't uh, she? That yeah. was that was uh, uh, that was back in the day when it was Brian Gerwitz doing the comedy and stuff. Uh, he 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 was on the ball with that kind uh, of that stuff. That was that was. I, I listened to actually I listened to. Uh, we're talking a lot about other podcasts here, but I listened to the Kurt Angle podcast where he's talking about the the feud and the right. Mania match with uh, Shawn Michaels, which is up there as one of the best Mania matches so I would say. Uh, but he was talking about you know how it it was just like he got the words. He didn't rehearse it, and he just mm-hmm. went and did it straight off the bat. Straight off the bat. So, by the way, Kurt is mega one of the most underrated, underrated funny folk. Com- ah, yes, he's brilliant. I mean, I mean, think that boy is an Olympic gold medalist, <laughs> legitimately shoot fucking hard as fuck, and he comes out and does that stuff. Obviously, but a difference you think when he first when he was first asked to sign and he was given it, but I, I, I can't get beat. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Aye, no, brilliant. Um, uh, Mark says Santino Morella and Kozlov hosting a tea party in London for Seamus. Full of laughs, Santino mispronouncing things and ginger jokes. Uh, Santino was brilliant. Caught, Santino like, was the man. He's what not caught, involved with the business anymore, is he? He, he runs a, a training academy in mm-hmm. Canada. Right. And uh, you know what? I got to tag with him in, in Aberdeen and it was brilliant. It was superb and he was a genuinely funny guy. But actually, I didn't actually... So I done a kind of a Q and A night with it with the fans on the Friday night. And the show was on the Saturday, and he came out for the last fifteen minutes and sat in, on the stage with me, and he was brilliant, John. Yeah. And but do you know the only the only thing that kind of disappointed me with, with, with Santino was previous to that he had turned up in TNA, right? But he was his he was what's his real name again? I can't remember. I can't remember. See, his name's George Benson, right? He was giving it. You know, I'm George Benson. Kenny, he wasn't being funny and he wasn't doing the vote, and it just was like, it wasn't the same. Uh, don't get me wrong, he didn't wrestle or anything like that, but because um, he, he had a lot of bad injuries through years, but Santino, one of the best comedy wrestlers ever, without a doubt. Anthony Corelli is Santino's name. There you go. That's it, Anthony Corelli, no George Benson. Yeah, not George Benson, he's a very famous singer. Um, Sean says Triple H calling out Kofi for his accent disappearing member when I just disappeared over. That's right. right. Uh, the Rock segment when calling out the other five superstars in the Armageddon Hell in the Cell. Kane's promo with Rock and Hogan, I have to say, is one of my favourite. That's a shout. Uh, uh, and Scotty Swift gets a mention here. Oh, right. a Red Wrestle Zone mention when we will. Scotty Swift not managing to break a table. Sorry, all the great moments. There's nothing better than a, a good old British wrestling tables match using the old fucking community centre tables with the metal, uh, you know, the metal kind of rim around it. It's yeah, hilarious, yeah. man. That's yeah. funny. I've never, I never saw that, but I can imagine what it was like. Well, I've, Scotty Swift, a firm favourite of this yep. show. He's a uh, top dog up in the north. He is. Andy Muirhead, a little bit of the bubbly. No, that's not really, that was just an organic bit that went funny, viral, but wasn't it? It was funny. I quite like Jericho's um, Go and Fuck Your Ass. You like that part? <laughs> I like that part. I like that part. Yeah. Um, Absham Rahim says uh, Santino Morella segments with Seamus Rock and Sock when Mankind is talking about how he's taught Rock everything he knows while Rock is on the phone <laughs> I remember that yeah. mm. Mankind thinks Rock is agreeing with him when in reality he's agreeing with the person on the phone aye 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 that was good that, that was good. good that was good uh, I'm nice. saying that I can't remember that but aye, I remember good. that I remember yeah. that Nice Teresa says all the Gold Distant because T stuff in 2002 was a great laugh oh that was great Gold Dust is brilliant, all right. that. I uh, loved the interactions with Rock and Hurricane 2. Scorpion King's got a tiny ding-a-ling. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I mean, see Rock, when you look back in that, I mean, Hurricane was brilliant as well as that comedy kind of character as well. And, you know, he got in a programme with The Rock, which was incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know the only thing about that is, see a lot of that stuff, I'm not into that, all that willy part, I'll see all that small willy shirt, that's no me. Aye. I know it's big it's it a keep, big American thing. It's a cheap pop, mate. It's a cheap pop. Aye, it's American pie, you know. I, I mean I like American pie, but see all that, your knobs we and all this and it's Vince McMahon. About a pie and all that. I don't know. That's no that's that's no that's not me. No. That's too crude, that's too blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Rock, this is your life. Uh Mick Foley coming back into the Rumble three times made me laugh. Uh, hardcore belt being defended in the fun house ball pit. Um, Trish bent over in front of Triple H when Steph walks in. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rock doing impressions of the big show from different angles on SmackDown. Aye. Oh, the Rock back in the day, man. He was some boy, was he not? Aye. What's your, what, like, personally, Grado, what's been your favourite comedy bit to do on the wrestling? Oh, God. Right, so not to blow smoke up your arse, Grado. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Pardon? you over here. I don't, yeah, okay. I'll put you over here. I think one of my the funniest bits I've ever seen wrestling is the promo that you cut on uh, Greg Kempo and Red Lightning ahead of the Kelvin Brawl. Uh, when you're talking about Ma- Mrs. Mack, how you've always wanted to batter a TV celebrity because Mrs. Mack dinged you, and then you jump in the water for some unknown fucking reason, you jump in the water doing salt coats. And I'm just like, it was just, it was just brilliant. Do you know what the funny thing about that is? You're saying that too. You were away for, you were away to the toilet yesterday when we were recording Football Daft, right. and he, he's, he, he let me listen. Somebody's put that into a song. Someone's put that into and a I'm song. I'm sure it's that promo you're talking about, right? I've not even heard it back. Well, you sent me, sent me it on Facebook last night. Let's see if you can hear this. It's me, versus you and your wee daddy pal, Stephen. Call him a part of my man. Call him a ball. See if you got a knock at the door this week. Gregor's going to bust you running. Just had a bit enough. Are you on that internet? I'm telling you, I've had enough here. See what I see? I'm going to grab you and I'm going to take you in my boy's back. I don't know who's made that, but that's brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah. That just put to unbelievable by EMF, wasn't it? Oh, I can tell you. I tell you. That's one of my favourite promos in wrestling, and one of the reasons I got into ICW, so thank you, Grado. Oh, hey, brother. Anytime, brother. <laughs> right, it's time for a Wrestling Daft Road story, and we're still on a... We're still got one more week of the come ban, um, so... <laughs> Rab's not here, right? So he usually does it with Grado, pretend to be a wrestler. I'll hold my hands up saying, I am not a trained actor like Grado is or Rab is. So Just get in the motor. Well, get right, get in the motor and I'll pretend Just get in the motor. Here we go. I've always wanted to be a wrestler. This is brilliant. <laughs> here we go. Let's, get... Let's jump in the car. Right. Hey. <clears throat> I take it you're... Uh... Take it you're the strob running me to the airport. I've been strob running. I've been running strob running to the airport. Right, okay. Right. We'll do it that way. We'll do it that way. Right, right okay. Right, here we go. Here we go. Right, let's get in the car, Grado. Right. Hi, hi, Grado. Th- th- thanks for coming in the car. Thanks for picking me to take you to the airport. How you doing, mate? Listen, um, I've no, I've not had a lot of sleep, mate. So I'm, just, I don't know if you, <sighs> I'm just gonna get my heat done for a wee twenty minutes. Oh, right, right okay. okay. Did you have a good match tonight? Ah, my good for I, I really thought it was brilliant. I, I loved when you did that. I love when you do the bum bag thing. That's, good, my, isn't that's it? my favourite. You know what my favourite right. thing you do when you say it's yourself. I love that. <laughs> I love we'll get, see if I get my phone out. Will you record? Will you record? Will you record saying it's yourself? Aye. Right, hold right, on. Hold we'll on. Hold on. We'll I'll get on the phone. I'll get on the phone. Hi, Siobhan. Yeah, yeah. I've got him. I've got him in the car. I've got him in the car. Go, go on, Grado. Say that thing you say. Go that, say, that, say that thing you say. <laughs> Hi. <clears throat> Siobhan, it's yourself. How are you doing, Hen? You alright? You hear that? Skedo. Right, I've got to go, I've got to go. Right, um, so I, uh, but listen, see, since we're on the way to the airport, um, I'll, I'll tell you a wee story because, you know, well, you've had story. a hard night. Is that okay? My story. Oh, thanks. 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 thanks very much. Right, okay. So, like, I've worked at Amazon for like over 10 years, right, now, as a manager of the picking team, right? Right. There for 10, at Christmas, right? We're about two, you know what Christmas you, you need more people in so we've got we're about 250 strong staff like loads of new members they didn't really know what they were doing Grado right okay so I, I was busy showing some of the new guys how to log into the hand scanner you know you have to scan everything uh, and this wee excited guy comes to me and says 
You need to see what's in aisle 138. There's a lot of aisles at Amazon HQ. I tell you what, Grado stretches for miles and miles. These these aisles are up to 132. So he says, big place. Come and see what's in aisle 132. So I tell him I'm really busy, and ask, is it? I say, is it urgent? He goes, you just need to get down to aisle 138. <sighs> right, so I'm thinking, right, I've got, I've got all these new trainees. I've got to do stuff for them anyway. I managed to get down there. And I look down the aisle, I don't see a thing, right? And this wee excited guy who's followed me all the way up to aisle 138, he replies, you've got to go to the other side of the conveyor belt. It's because the aisles are split in two, Grado. I don't know right. if you've been in an Amazon fair route, but no. the aisles are split in two, right? So they've got the other side of the conveyor belt. So I walk down and walk to the other side of the conveyor belt. As soon as I walk down the aisle, what do I see in front of me? I see a massive, thick, black tildo hanging stuck to the ceiling it was <laughs> this big black dildo was stuck to the ceiling okay right right so i tell you what happened right i go all the way up to the team who look after the inventory in the building and deal with any theft or damages and i walk up to the guy in charge of the and i say to him can someone please go down to aisle 138 <laughs> and remove the black dildo that's hanging from the ceiling Right. So this boy, it's Mike, right? So Mike replies, Not again! This is the third time this week! <laughs> it, do you know what, Grado? It, it turns out there was a phantom dildo gluer who was going around on the night shift and sticking dildos to the ceiling with super glue all around the Amazon warehouse. <laughs> then, then asking the pickers in the area, turns out they were using it as a this is Hanfield sign <laughs> <laughs> when they walked down aisle 138 they were getting a, a tap before they went into their picking up the Amazon packages that's brilliant oh that's a belter <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll tell you what Gato I'll tell you what oh, what times we have in the Amazon warehouse what times and what times we have there? That's good banter. That I can just imagine everybody getting along because it's funny. I don't know if it happens at the. It feels as if it happens every stadium when they walk out. They, they tap the. You know, tap the that's brilliant. That's great. The Amazon that's warehouse. Great. They're tapping this big black dildo <laughs> to go down a hill and That's a brilliant story. Uh, no, come involved as well this week. There, there we go. go. No. We're, we're now come free. You can say come again on send the podcast. Here we go. You can send anything. Come you everywhere again. next week. Thank everywhere you, you look. Come much, left, right and centre. Very, very much to David Pallet, who's one of our patrons who sent that one. An absolute belt of a road story. And remember, if you want to get a road story in, pop the boys. You can do that by dropping us a DM on Twitter. Or you can do it uh, on the, the email. Emails, if it's quite a long one, do wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. So uh, that's it for wrestling daft this week, Grado. In the absence of Rab, I think we get on uh, all right. Aye, 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 aye. I think, I think we've done not too bad to be honest with you, but it's taken longer this time because you know usually kind of Rab kind of keeps me in line to move on. I, I can end up just rabbiting on and talking about talking about too put, much. I'll let you put yourself over this week. Aye, you know? so if it's been a wee bit too uh, Grado heavy this week, well, normal service will, will resume next week. There so, we go. There we go. Uh, do you want to anyway. pick a listen of the week? Listen of the week for me. 
Who was the guy that sent in the the about the, the beast? Ahmed Johnson. Ahmed Jets, we'll get that. The Ahmed Johnson t-shirt. That was yeah. Cab on Twitter who gave us Aye. that one. Thank and you. also Karate Warrior for doing that wee song as well. So they Aye. too, brilliant. That was good. That was good stuff. So yeah. there you go. Double champions, tag team champions this week for the, the wrestling daft of the week. Hey, listen, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate listening to wrestling daft. WrestleMania, we're on the road to WrestleMania. We've got lots of big surprises planned. We're going to be doing bonus broadcasts. We're going to be doing a watch along. We're going to be doing a wrestling quiz uh, on Wrestlemania weekend which is next weekend so what you want to do right now to get all the bonus content is get signed up on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash wrestling there's like 200 odd posts up there you can see the video version of the podcast you see everything up there uh, you can get that uh, by just going on at patreon.com forward slash wrestling choose how much you want to give us but there's loads of content up there so get involved uh, Grado get yourself uh, up the road get yourself up the road <laughs> Come and audit yourself! Audio Frontier. <laughs>